Hello, I'm Father Paul Borowski from Holy Redeemer in Washington, D.C. Today is the Wednesday of the 22nd week in Ordinary Time. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. After Jesus left the synagogue, he entered the house of Simon. Simon's mother-in-law was afflicted with a severe fever, and they interceded with him about her. He stood over her, rebuked the fever, and it left her. She got up immediately and waited on them. At sunset, all who had people sick with various diseases brought them to him. He laid his hands on each of them and cured them. And demons also came out from many shouting, you are the son of God. But he rebuked them and did not allow them to speak because they knew that he was the Christ. At daybreak, Jesus left and went to a deserted place. The crowds went looking for him, and when they came to him, they tried to prevent him from leaving them. But he said to them, to the other towns also, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God, because for this purpose, I have been sent. And he was preaching in their synagogues of Judea, the gospel of the Lord. The readings today are filled with a glimpse of real humanity, both in the life of Jesus and in the life of the early church. No matter how much we want to envision the warmth and love of the earliest Christians for one another, they were as human as the rest of us. Paul admonishes the Corinthians, noting, There is jealousy and rivalry among you. They had already split into factions, according to who had baptized them, Paul or Apollos. A frustrated Paul tries to set them straight. I planted, Apollos watered, but God caused the growth. In Luke's gospel, we see a series of poignant scenes that are warmly real and deeply human. One of Jesus' closest friends, Simon Peter, has a mother-in-law who is gravely ill. Could Jesus come and see her? We can assume that in the small geographical world in which they lived, Jesus knew her and had been in her house with Simon, his wife, and probably others. Knowing the culture, Jesus had most likely received her hospitality and food many times. Of course he wanted to help. I can imagine that he held her hand as he stood close to her bed, he spoke to her warmly, and he healed her. Then she did what most symbolized what she was back that she was back to normal. She got up and gave them something to eat. She was ready to get back to work, saving and loving her family and friends, and serve by serving them. As the day ended, the sick and diseased were still coming to Jesus begging and calling for a cure. We can imagine the crowds of family and friends who struggled to bring their loved ones near, hoping desperately for health. Even after a long day, Jesus remained with them, spending time with each one, moving closely to look lovingly into their eyes, warmly embracing even those who has, had been isolated from human touch by their disfiguring diseases. He bent down and spoke softly to them, 
and they were healed. Perhaps at that moment they too stood up from their stretchers and began to serve in the way that each were called to by God. Paul tells us, We are God's co-workers. Each of us has been loved into life by God and touched with the sacred spark of humanity. And each of us has a unique calling in this life to be a co-worker with God on earth. It doesn't matter what we have been called to parenthood, religious life, married or single, whether we are a fisherman in Galilee, a hospitable mother-in-law, a farmer, teacher, office or factory worker. We have a sacred job to do on earth in the way we live our lives and interact with others. Dear Jesus, please give me the strength and the courage today to be your co-worker. Help me to see with your eyes so that I may cherish others. Guide me to listen with your compassionate ears and to speak with your healing voice. Help me to open my eyes to your loving presence next to me as you hold out your hand, as you smile at me, and your deep loving eyes look at me and raise me to healing. May I serve you today with my life. Amen.